As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you. Howdy, hey, welcome to Disney Assembled. I'm Troy. And I'm Mimi. And we are your happy little father-daughter podcast here to create joy and share our love for all things Disney. Well, before we begin, I just want to do a quick thank you to all of you for tuning in and listening to today's episode. We really do appreciate all the love and support that you have been giving us. It really helps encourage us to continue to have these conversations each week and share this content with you. In particular, we want to send a very special thank you to our patrons over at Patreon, Danny and Brenda, who continue to support Disney Assembled in a very special way. We really do appreciate your support. And if anyone else wants to help us out with our Patreon, you can head over to our website, DisneyAssembled.com, where there's links to all past episodes, links to how you can support us on Patreon and be a member uh, to our show and to all the places where you can subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss another episode. So we really do appreciate that. Thank you very much. So Mimi, why don't you explain to our listeners, our friends out there, what today's topic is going to be about? Yeah. Okay. So recently we realized that Papa hasn't seen many or on a any, honestly, of the live-action remakes of the classic Disney films, and so we decided that we would sit down and start watching those. Um, He wanted to put them all in one episode where we would rank them, and I said we should split them up and make it a little series, and so that's what we're doing, the first episode of this live-action review series. So the movies that we're going to be looking at today, um, the remakes, there are a few others that we mention. Um, Jungle Book 2016, Lion King 2019, Alice in Wonderland 2010, Cinderella 2015, sorry. And then the other two that we may or may not discuss that Papa has seen, um, Maleficent 2014 and Christopher Robin 2018. Yeah, we didn't realize there were this many of the remakes out there or ones being planned. Actually, I think if you count all the ones that are being planned, plus the ones that have already been done, we're like over 20 films and right. which is a lot and it kind of snuck up on us, uh, but I haven't seen all of them. So we're going to use this first episode to talk about the ones I have seen. Right. And we'll save another episode as we watch more yeah. of them. Right. So I've seen, this. I've seen quite a few of them. I don't think I've seen all of them though. Yeah. Well, but I've seen more than you. So you have really seen bad. more than me. Right. So I'm at a little bit of a disadvantage, but however, before we jump into today's topic, we do need to get the Disney dad joke of the week. Oh, boy. Mimi, do you know what Thor's favorite attraction is at Disney parks? No. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. 
Oh, oh, because he's like the god of thunder. Okay, it clicked. Right. So there you go. Yeah. We had a little Avengers and Disney combined for today's dad joke. Yeah. Right. So not the best effort, but certainly an effort nonetheless. So to any of our friends out there that are listening, if you want to help us out with the Disney dad joke of the week, shoot us an email at disneyassembled at gmail.com. Uh, and again, you can find that, uh, you can email us or you can find out where we are on our socials, all at Disney Assembled. Just jump on over to DisneyAssembled.com and all those links are there. So help us out. Send us a dad joke. We'll be happy to give you credit for it. So let's jump into the topic, which is what people are really here to talk, to listen to us about, right? Because yeah. they've, they've seen the, the title of the podcast and hopefully they've listened to other shows that we've done. So they kind of know what to expect. And if you're new, thank you. Hopefully you enjoy it and come back for more, but um, live actions. So before we jump into like ranking them or because you're going to kind of lead this discussion because you're more of the expert on this than I am. Do you have like any general impressions that you have about specifically the ones we're going to talk about today? Um, For the ones we're going to talk about today, I think specifically for Lion King, I don't know if you could really call that live action. And even for Jungle Book, really. Um, at least in Jungle Book, there's one human. Um, in Lion King, there isn't. There aren't any humans, so it's not really live action as much as it is just a a, a remake with modern technology. But it's going to fall under this live action category because that's how they um, marketed it. But um, I think most of them are are pretty good. They don't all stick directly to the original story, which I think is what makes them different and interesting and the reason people watch them. Um, some of the music is different, um, costuming, you know, there's not really much to say about, you know, the general overview of, of these specific movies, but they, I don't know, they're just, they're remakes. Right. They're as good as you're going to get. For remakes. I, I think the, the, the term live action is the term being used for essentially taking an animated movie and developing a non-animated version of that story or the characters in that story on the screen. So it could be live action, could be computer generated images. Yeah. But it's not animated in the traditional sense, like cartoony. Right. Right. So, you know, and there are some, some ones here that are more, I would say reinterpretations of the animated story. And then there are ones that, you know, we mentioned earlier that aren't directly remakes, but they are, different stories based on those animated films right so we there are better ways to talk about these movies than do it in a list but i think we're just going to go down the list so the first one that we have is jungle book 2016 which i think was the first one that we watched or that i watched with you i think we watched that together right it was one of the first ones we watched together so like what were your initial what are your initial thoughts on the jungle book live action well my initial thoughts on jungle book the 2019 version, I think that's what it is, 2016 version, is similar to my impression about almost all of these, which is I much more prefer, or I prefer much more, bad English, (laughs) the animated original. I, I think the animated Jungle Book original is a more enjoyable film for me to watch than the one that was done in 2016. However, you can't deny that the value, the production value and the technology used produced a really it, visually it looked really good. Right. It's a beautiful movie. But I just I wasn't as entertained with it mm-hmm, as I, I was with the original. And so 
even though it was, it sort of is out there. I, it just kind of feels unnecessary. Maybe well, is the all word of these I'm are un- unnecessary, really. But um, but they're they're here, and that's why I think we need to talk about them. The thing that I will say about um, this kind of goes for a few of them specifically, but for the overview, a lot of them are too long. Like I know Aladdin is Aladdin is almost a two and a half hour movie. And the original film was like a 90 minute. Right. Yeah, but I haven't film. seen the Aladdin. Right. The, that but one, so. like, that's how I feel about Jungle Book, too. Like Jungle Book was really long. It was really slow. It was a beautiful movie. OK, the acting was great. Everything about the movie was great, but it was slow. And I felt like it took forever to like get on with like the uh, like the. The main plot of the story. Well, the guy who made Jungle Book, John Favreau, I think also made The Lion King. And so The Lion King, I think, is next on our list. And there's a there's a consistent theme there where you have the the director who made Iron Man way back when was hired to do the Jungle Book movie and then was hired again to do the Lion King movie. And because the technology, the way he was making these movies was really visually impressive and they made money. I mean, right. they made money in the box office. People went to go see these things. But like the next one on our list, I think I just mentioned was Lion King, right? My impression, I mean, we talked about this a couple of episodes ago. I, I didn't even finish it. Right. Like, like we didn't, we couldn't even finish it. I mean, I, that was my first time seeing the Lion King as well. I just well. wasn't invested in was, watching the rest of the it. The thing I mean, about the Lion King was it was two and a half hours and it was the exact same movie as the original. Right. But minus the, okay. The singing and the dancing and the acting or whatever and the songs are good in the 2019 version. But the original one from the 90s, the music is so much better. So I couldn't even my most favorable and enjoyable parts of that movie. I couldn't even get through. I think it a lot was of, just too. It was the exact same movie. Yeah, I think some of it is just generational. I think if you were around in the 90s to see the original Lion King. I just. I don't know. Maybe I don't listen to enough podcasts about these things or read enough articles, but I just don't see how this new version of Lion King was any better than the original version of Lion King that Disney produced. It's essentially the, it's the same exact story. It's almost right. shot for shot. The same exact it's the story. Exact same movie. Even with the Jungle Book, it was kind of a different plot line because the Jungle Book was about the there was side plots about like the red fire and then there's um the monk the monkey sing with king louis is different okay i not that i totally understand why he's so big in the 2016 version but there are elements of that movie that are different from the original that make it yeah if you're that big that you want to watch right why isn't if king louis is this ginormous orangutan why isn't he running the entire jungle? Exactly. Like, why would he be afraid of Shere Khan? He exactly. could just squash Shere Khan. Exactly. He drew. He I mean, to me, the most frightening temple. being in the entire movie was the giant King Louie, not yeah. the tiger. I think the King Louie character was not very true to the original. Because in, in the original, he's kind of this like fun, like quirky, weird character. And in the in the in the remake, he's like you scare. He's supposed to be this like scary figure. And it was just right back to my original point. The Lion King was the exact same movie, but it was stretched so thin. It was so hard to watch and people were going on and on about it. And I just don't understand. But the Jungle Book had elements of the story that were different, which I think made it easier to watch, though I don't particularly enjoy that movie. It's not my favorite. I would definitely pick the original over the remake. 
it was like I, w- I could still sit down and make it all the way through as opposed to Lion King, right. which I could not even finish. Yeah, I did like Jungle Book better than Lion King. And I think exactly for the point you just made, which is there were different there were differences in the story that made it worth watching. Right. And with Lion King, I thought I was watching and I really was watching these same exact movies. So I guess let's say something positive. If there was one good thing that came out of both Jungle Book and Lion King, I'm going to make this connection. It's the fact that Jon Favreau as a filmmaker for Disney Mm -hmm. had continued to improve his craft to using this technology, which ultimately led to him getting the Mandalorian on Disney plus. Right. So the Mandalorian we love. Right. And he talks constantly about the influence of jungle book yeah, and Lion, Lion King, King and making those movies had on his ability to make the Mandalorian. So yeah, I may not be a fan of jungle book or Lion King, but I can appreciate them because it allowed John Favreau to get to the point where he's making these wonderful Mandalorian episodes now. Yeah. So the best thing, I don't know, maybe the best thing that came out of jungle book and Lion King remakes was the Mandalorian, which is an yeah. odd thing to say. My my positive point about the Jungle King and Lion was this, my positive point about the Jungle Book and the Lion King. There we go. The artistry is just it's brilliant. It's they're such beautiful movies, but like it's time to move on. It is. Time it was to move very. On. They were both very unnecessary. They were average. Right. Okay. So the next one on our list is Alice in Wonderland with Johnny Depp. I did not the, like. No. I did not like it. Okay. Maybe I'm like I probably don't like it either, but. It has Johnny Depp in it, so I like I have to like it. I was I not love a fan. Johnny Depp. I really wanted to like this movie because I knew it was going to be different. I don't like the Alice actor. She kind of Lily James would be a better Alice. Lily James is who played Cinderella. I which think is also on our list. I, I, I think I knew it was going to be different, and I knew the Mad Hatter because Johnny Depp was going to be more of a central part of the story. Yeah, I knew it was going to be different than the than the animated right. classic. It's very different. I just was not. I just didn't care. Like, I yeah. just didn't care. I mean, Alice was a lot older in this movie. Right. She's older. So they made it so that the original in the 60s was like the sequel. It's, hard, it's so hard to describe. Like, so. Well, no, the first, the dreams. original movie, she was a dream. It was a dream. Right. In the but ori- in this movie, it really wasn't a dream. It was like reality. But time sort of stopped. Right. So like in the original, in this remake film. At the very first scene is Alice waking up because she has a nightmare. And she's like, I see the rabbit again. I see the the hatter. I see this, all this other stuff. And then they're like, you're mad. You're going to lose your whatever. And then we later learn at the very end of this remake in Alice that it did happen. And it's just her later. Like that happened when she was four. And now she's what? 16, 17. And, th- and it's happening again. It's yeah. like prophecy that she comes back and saves Wonderland. I just, I, I just really, I wanted to like this movie. I, I think I was the one who chose to watch it. Yeah. And when it was done, I know there's a sequel, but I was not really invested in it enough to want to watch the sequel, which I haven't watched yet. The I just, sequel is not very good. I just think it would have been better if it would have been... You know, a younger actress with a younger Alice in a more whimsical place. I mean, this place was scary. I mean, it was real dark. I know Tim Burton, I think, was the director of it. Yeah, but, Tim. Yeah, that but, didn't help I mean, it, it, you know, Alice in Wonderland, there was nothing. I mean, to me, I've always felt that that was sort of a nightmarish thing to begin with. Right. But, it's like a scary story. But like, this was particularly dark with with 
haven't the you know, and I know it, there was parts of it that was consistent with the book, the Jabberwocky and all this. But right, the book. I is, just I don't know. I just right. didn't find it. I didn't. I, I just didn't connect with it. On a counterpoint, I really liked this movie. I like this movie because it's different than the original. Johnny Depp is in it. Okay. The the story is more entertaining to me than the original. The original is kind of like it's not boring, but it's it's she gets through Wonderland, she gets out like happy ending, you know. But with this one, it was different. There was this element of mystery and intrigue and what's happening, like you know what happened in the past, what happened with the Hatter, what's going on. Like I can see how someone who didn't like this movie could just not care at all about what's going on. But I re- I personally really liked it. I didn't like the actor for Alice. I think there could have been a better actress. But, you know, I I liked this movie. I did not like the sequel. Well, I don't know. I, I'm going to say this. This movie, to me, did not feel like a Disney movie. It really it, didn't. Tim Burton directed it. It wasn't going to feel like a Disney but movie. But Tim Burton did Night, Nightmare Before Christmas. He's done a Disney things before. But this movie did not feel like a Disney movie. And if I had paid money to go to a theater and bring a small child to see this, I would have been very disappointed because I just, I don't even think this movie is really made for children. Like it's not that scary, but it's not the book. I just didn't find it fun. This one, it's not fun. It stays very true to the book and the book has this like kind of creepy, you know, um, I want to say odd, but odd is the wrong word. It's almost like, it's like predatory almost like the aura of the book is like scary. It's not a kid's book. I just think the direction it took was unnecessary. It wasn't to me. It wasn't very entertaining. I didn't like the way it looked. I didn't think it was particularly visually stimulating. And I was really not invested in the Hatter being a major character. I, I mean, I got, you know, some they they give you the flashbacks of some of the backstory. Right, I understood but it. I didn't I just, really make any sense. You know, I just didn't. I just didn't think it was. I don't know. I it's just didn't like think it was worth. Took, it's like they took this this extra story that they really liked and just like shoved the Alice characters into it. Like it didn't feel like an Alice story, but I liked the movie. Like well, I like right. I feel very neutral about this movie. Well, let's go on to the next it's one. Time, yeah, it's time to move on. Let's move on to the next one that was a a remake or a retelling of a classic story, the Cinderella from I think you said it was twenty fifteen. Yeah. Now we did go see this in the theater. Yes, I think I was like in what third or fourth grade right yeah i think of the movies we've talked about so far this is the best this one. was the one that i enjoyed the most right. even though i wasn't i didn't love it but i thought i was really not gonna like it and i no, thought it was i genuinely enjoyed this movie I, yeah. I thought it was okay i walked into it not thinking i was gonna like it and i walked out thinking well that wasn't so bad which to me is a win it was the first of the remakes though well the ones it, well, like the the like Alice is a is a remake, yes, but it's like this one followed directly with the story. Well, I do like how they go into how she was called Cinderella. Their name was Ella, and she had cinders. Yeah. So they called her Cinderella, which I like that part. I thought that was really clever and interesting. I really liked, but yeah, I did. I did kind of like this one. I think I, I don't know if I watch it again, but of the ones we've seen so far. And again, yeah. of the ones we've talked about so far, it's the one with the least amount of CGI. Yeah, just the mice. It's just the mice and the right. animals. Right. So yeah. all the other ones, significant CGI. I feel, yeah, I feel like the one, like this movie, okay. So let's just start with the main character, Cinderella. I love Lily James. 
I love Lily James. I think she's amazing. I think she's beautiful. I think she's um, like just she's just so good. And I think she portrayed Cinderella really, really well, as opposed to the first option, who was Emma Watson, who went on and did Beauty, who went on and did Beauty and the Beast, which is a fantastic movie. I love Beauty and the Beast. Maybe we'll watch that one tonight. I don't know. That one's definitely my favorite of the live action remakes. But back to Cinderella, I think the god, the fairy godmother, is a very overlooked part of this movie that no one talks about. But it's funny. The scene, the fairy godm- the fairy godmother scene in this movie is funny. It's different. There were enough little bitty details in this movie that were different from the original that made it good. And the dress, the costuming in this movie is just so good. Like the dress when she pulls up to the ball, like I would pay so much money to be able to just try it on. Like I genuinely very much enjoyed this movie. Like I wouldn't watch it again, but I really enjoyed it. It's it's second on my list of the remakes. Well, like I said, I liked it better than Jungle Book, Lion King, and Alice in Wonderland. Right. And I went into it. Right. I thought I was going to hate it. Hating, wanting to hate it or thinking I was going to hate it. And I walked out thinking that wasn't so bad, which to me, like I said before, that's pretty big. Right. Right. Like I wanted to not like it. And then I left liking it. Yeah, it was. I thought it was okay. Again, was it necessary? Probably not. I mean, I guess I'll get into my general thoughts on this when we're done, but I'll, so I'll wait till I'm done to share that. But yeah, the Cinderella thing was, was okay. The others were, I thought were not good. This one I thought was okay. Yeah. So then there's two films that I've seen that aren't direct remakes or retellings, but they're live action in air quote stories of characters that we know about from the animated classics. Mm-hmm. And those two are Maleficent and Christopher Robin. Christopher so let's talk about those Robin. two. We've, the one we've seen most recently was Christopher Robin. Yeah. But we saw Maleficent at home. We like didn't we got see it, it, yeah, we, we didn't, didn't see it, it at the, the theater. theater because I was too afraid of the noise. Right. <laughs> so I was like, let's wait and buy it. So here's what I'm going to say about these two, and then we'll talk about them individually maybe. The first thing is, I enjoyed both of these movies, mm-hmm. right? I enjoyed Maleficent because it was a brand new story. Yeah. It was a different story based on a character. It wasn't what you expected it to be. Right. It wasn't at all what I expected and it to be. I kind of liked that. I didn't want to be told something I already knew. Right. Like I didn't want a retelling of Sleeping Beauty from maleficent's perspective i wanted a story about maleficent and that's what we got and i like the fact that when you see the story maleficent isn't the bad guy right right like you you understand more about her character she's not well she's actually kind of a hero in this movie in some sense so i kind of like that because it's again if i want to watch lion king i'm just gonna go watch the original lion king if i want to watch jungle book i'm just gonna watch the original jungle book you can't watch this film, this story, right. anywhere else. It's an original story using an established character. And I kind of like those right. stories. Right. And we also got some background to her and the reason, the way, the why she is the way she is, which I think is also um, really important. Because we've talked about villains that we need, that we would want to see backgrounds on. Right. We've talked about that. And so Maleficent, I think, did a really good job of doing that. But it also gave us an original story. It wasn't just a, a a prequel. It was 
it was a full story and I enjoyed it. And the visuals are amazing. And Angelina Jolie is just something else. Like it's not a great movie. It's not a perfect movie, but it's an enjoyable film. Right. Like I could watch it more than once. Right. And I would have to say the same thing with Christopher Robin, very emotional movie, but a very different story. It's, you know, it's Christopher Robin as an adult and the hundred acre wood characters, his friends trying to essentially find him and they waited for him and they helping him rediscover the joy of being child, right. And and staying young. And so again, an original story using established characters in a different way. I really liked Christopher Robin. I think of all the films that we're talking about today, this was the one I enjoyed the most. I think it's the best of all the ones we talked about today. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Robin is a really good good movie. It's it connects it's very emotional for me. So I don't want to say too much because it it it's really important to me. So like it's definitely the best one that we've talked about today from this list. But it's not like a remake, so it's not like the best of the remakes. But yeah, I agree. I think it's the best movie that we've talked about so far. So we talked about how many movies today? One, two, three, six, right? We talked about six. It's probably about six or seven that we haven't talked about. So that would be Aladdin, Dumbo. um, What else is on that list that we haven't seen yet? Aladdin, Um, Dumbo, Beauty Beauty and the Beast. the, um, The next... Alice in Wonderland, sort of yeah, the sequel. Yeah, the sequel, the Into the Looking Glass movie. What else? Oh, and there's a bunch that haven't been made yet. There's probably more there's we're Hercules not remembering. coming out, and Danny DeVito is going to be in it. Well, we'll see what happens there. But we'll have to do a, a part two to this conversation to talk yeah. about the movies we haven't seen yet, right? We still have yeah. to talk about the other ones. So, yeah. Uh, but I think yeah. I've seen a few of them. I've seen Dumbo and Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast. I don't know the other ones. They'll come to me. We're going to like stop recording and it's going to come to me and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Lady and the Tramp. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that one. I have no desire to yet. see that movie. Well, I think we're going to have to do it for the, for the sake of the podcast. We'll I, have to do it. Our list, our friends demand that we watch we them all. We can't stop halfway through it, though, right? Because that's what we did with Lion King. No. We're going to have Lion to try King. to power through it if we can. If we can't, then we'll just have to tell people that. All right. Well, Mimi, I guess... This conversation, part one of our sort of our thoughts on animated or not animated, but live action remakes or CGI remakes and yeah. stories is, uh, I guess, now that coming to an end. Now that we've like discussed the movies individually, do you have any general general thoughts that have like come to you about, you know? Yeah, I do have general thoughts. What are overall, thoughts? overall, none of these movies needed to be made. No. I think not one. I don't know how much they add to the Disney verse. With the exception of Maleficent. I think, well, maybe, but Maleficent isn't necessary, but it added something, you know, this like extra level of emotion. I guess. But my I general guess, philosophy on these know. things is I, Disney are great storytellers. But to me, this feels like lazy storytelling. Yeah. I mean, give me an original tale. Introduce me to a new character that I should fall in love with. You know, give me at least give me an original story, which is, I guess, why Maleficent and Christopher Robin stand out to me, because at least it's an original story. It's not not a rehashing of something they've already done. I don't like it when Disney goes back to the well and does sequels or 
tries to retell the same story over and over again. I mean, even as we're recording this, Mulan just came out, the live action Mulan. You know, we're probably not going to spend the $30 to watch it early. Um, But again, it won't be exactly like the animated. So I'll be interested to see. What I've heard is that it was really good and it was like different from the original. But like, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's fine. That's cool. But I think based on the six we talked about today, very few of them needed to be made. To mm-hmm. me, they feel like cash grabs yeah. by Disney, you know, and, you know, you put it out in the theater, you get a new group of kids out there to see the movie, you sell some more toys and and so forth. It like, feels like they're very much waiting for my generation to graduate high school and college to go work for them to write new things. Yeah, I just I, I just don't see how it added much to the Disney canon, to the to the storytelling that Disney is known for. But those are just my opinions. Maybe our friends who are listening have a different opinion. We would love a different opinion. That'd be perfectly fine. So Mimi, why don't you share with them how they can find us online and share their opinions with us? So you guys can private message us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. They're all, all of those socials are at Disney Assembled. You can also send us an email disneyassembled at gmail.com we would absolutely love to hear your thoughts and opinions on this episode or if you want to send us a a dad joke that would be super great too if you want to support the show in other ways than just following our social medias you can subscribe to our patreon account five dollars a month and you get premium or exclusive patreon content yeah the disney the disney reassembled yes the disney reassembled episodes where we talk about behind the scenes knowledge and things that you guys may or may not know about our podcast. You can also buy our t-shirts. We have three, three new designs out. Three, four, three or four, four total. new designs know, out yeah. by now. Um, t-shirts, masks, hats, all that fun stuff. You can just go straight on to D on T public Disney assembled, search us up. We'll be right there. But all this information that I just said to you is on our website, disneyassemble.com. So check it out. If you can't retain all this information while you're driving. Yeah. Disneyassemble.com. Check us out there. Subscribe to us on our socials. Check out our YouTube channel, too. We're starting to put more of our episodes. forget the YouTube. That's fine. Put it out there. We have the YouTube channel. We're starting to put more of our episodes on YouTube. So please subscribe there. Help us out tremendously. We'd really appreciate it. So, yeah. Mimi, I guess that'll do for this week's episode. And I guess until next time, see you real soon. soon.